Number one for the Arizona Cardinals and number one in your hearts finally speaks. What does it mean for this year? What does it mean for the future? And what does it mean about the stability of the Arizona Cardinals? We'll talk about all that plus a special announcement on this edition of Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Of Locked On Cardinals, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. Follow him at Bob Brack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Please follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. You can also check me out on Thursdays on the Locked On NFL Thursday podcast with Tyler Rollins from Tic Tac Titans. Kyler Murray speaks. What does it mean for now? What does it mean for the future? And we have a we've got some news to discuss in the final segment that we'll save until then. So, Bo, I'm going to let you go P's and Q's here. Overview-wise, Cliff Kingsbury, or, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray spoke uh, at, a, at, a, at a charity location where he mm-hmm. donated $10,000 to a local charity. And um, our boy Cam Cox from 12 News interviewed him, among others, in a, a light scrum, as it were, asking him questions that, you know, were really to the point. And from all the silence that we've seen from Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury, aside from their combine interview – and Kyler Murray pretty much talking through his agent through this point of the offseason, he answered very candidly. He didn't have any fat on his answers, and he pretty much said, chill the hell out, I'm an Arizona Cardinal. Yeah, I mean, pretty succinctly put, I'm an Arizona Cardinal. Uh, He's letting his agent do the speaking for him, handle the business side of things. And this is something that Alex and I nailed. I mean, we said that as far as publicly the organization, Kyler Murray, they're going to play nice in the press. But there's going to be other, you know, avenues where it's going to be a lot of mud slinging. We've seen that as far as the reports, as far as how Kyler Murray handled himself in the playoff game, his leadership, as far as the how, you know, on Kyler Murray's behalf, it's Eric Burkhart, his statements on Twitter. I mean, it's just it's ugly outside of the actual two entities, the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray. And Kyler Murray said everything that you wanted to hear your franchise quarterback say. Uh, He even said, as far as the social media scrub, he said that was mostly just due to his age and what, how people handled their social media. And he was just scrubbing it and he scrubbed everything, but a few pictures and you know, that that's true, but also you had the report that he was remorseful about that. So, you know, one can't be true if the, if the other is, so you just kind of have to figure out what went wrong here as far as how he approached wanting this extension. It, things aren't going to change as far as th- this relationship until there's pen put to paper on a new extension. Like this right. doesn't, this doesn't, this isn't the, the, the cure all. This is just, yeah. Hey, we heard from the source finally. And it's nice, but you know, it doesn't, it doesn't absolve of all the issues that the Cardinals and, and Kyler Murray, all the things that have popped up over the last months. Yeah. And I think Kyler Murray is the least of the Cardinals roster issues right now. So like with Kyler Murray, you know, he's not, 
going to request a trade, even though I think that he should have right when Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kahn got extended uh, for, for very different reasons than a contract dispute. Uh, there were reports about the Cardinals chatting with uh, Malik Willis, standout quarterback from Liberty. We're going to talk about that in a second segment, if there's any credence to that. Um, what it means right now is nothing. You'd hope that he'd say this. If he wasn't taking questions, you could read into a little bit more. But this is a young quarterback learning the media game every time he's in front of the camera. Like, I remember first interviews that we saw of him, especially after he got drafted. We're like, does this dude want to be here? Like, does he, like, this is a learning curve. Not everybody's Patrick Mahomes. Not everybody is incredible in interviews like Lamar Jackson is. Lamar Jackson's always a quote. Such a mm. smart dude, so introspective. Like he, it, it's different. Kyler's a quiet cat. All right. Yeah. Like, but, and this is, and it doesn't absolve him. Okay, sure. it doesn't absolve him from standing in front of a camera and saying, "I'm a cardinal." Earlier, I, I get that, but when it comes down to it, when it comes down to all of this, nobody owes anybody anything besides their relationship. You know, that's what, and we don't know a whole lot about their relationship behind closed doors. We don't know if Kyle's going to get an extension. We're going to talk about that as well. Like, does this kind of placate the necessity to give him a contract extension right now because of what he said yesterday? We don't know. So it's still, there's still stuff up in the air as much as there was before we heard from him. It's nice to hear this, but it also doesn't cement anything for the future, right? I It, it, it kind of gives some some people that a little bit of comfort. I mean, his quotes are, I'm an Arizona Cardinal. I've done nothing but give my all to the Cardinals. I will continue to do that. And I'm not really worried about my future as a Cardinal. I mean, that, that should provide some comfort. And the, the fact that he's, he's is, I don't know where you are as far as if you trust Eric Burkhart, the former agent of Johnny Manziel and agent currently of Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray uh, likes to, you know, this to play out in the public forum. Uh, but you know, Kyler Murray's confident that he can get a deal done. Um, look, th this is something that you should expect that if he's not worried about it, they can figure something out. It, it also, you know, if I'm going to give, if he says he's going to give his all, um, that probably means, you know, he'll show up for the OTAs that are going to come down in the next couple months after the draft. We'll would be interested to kind of see how that plays out, but you know, the Arizona Cardinals, I, I like the fact, and, I, and I've always appreciated that. Sure, he's soft-spoken, but he's not a guy that could win a press conference like Josh Rosen. He can actually back it up. He's more about playing the game. He's more about, I believe him more from his social post, his statement after all this stuff about how he's not about, what was it, the nonsense or the noise, something like that. Uh, you know, I believe him when he says that. I don't, I don't think, I think that, but at the same time, you know, his agent thinks he needs to get paid now. It makes sense for him to get paid now because this team is coming off an 11-win season. You and I both know, like, the road in 2022 is as tough as, as it's ever been during the Kyler Murray era. Uh, it, it would be smart of him to get paid now. And I understand that business part of this whole thing. Yeah. I mean, and again, going back to what I said a few minutes ago, there's one more wide receiver off the board. Marquez Valdez-Scantling signed with the Chiefs yesterday. Like, we're starting to see if Kyler, if you take this at face value, that's fantastic because that shows some real resolve for a team that has done almost nothing during a free agency to bolster this team. Sure, I get it, okay? Zach Ertz, James Conner, that's great. They were running unopposed. Steve Kime is very good at that. When you give him a little extra cake to stay in town, 
Okay. I know they both wanted to be here. That doesn't mean that this ecosystem is free agent friendly for those that have played elsewhere. We don't know one way or the other. What we do know is Kyler Murray said the right things. He checked all the boxes. He placated the nonsense as, as much as he could answering a few questions by Cam Cox from 12 news and others. This is not a step backwards and that's a step forward for the Cardinals. That's where we kind of have to look at it as of now. Now looking for the future, the Cardinals talked to Malik Willis. Okay. Carolina has that pick. Is it, we're starting to see these randoms of, you know, oh, so uh, Baker Mayfield's going to go to Carolina and then they're going to trade Carolina. Carolina's going to trade him and two first round picks of the Cardinals for Kyler Murray. Chill, relax. Kyler Murray's a Cardinal. What does this mean for the future for the roster outside of him and his contract negotiations? Is it placated again because of what he said yesterday to reporters? We'll talk about that next more in depth betonline.net it's that time of year again we had the sweet 16 part one yesterday we got sweet 16 part two tonight from all the latest odds contests and player props betonline.net is number one source for all your sports betting needs i can feel it uh needs and info betonline remains the best spot for all your sports scores podcasts and news this season and it's not just basketball per usual betonline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games, go to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. That will fair seriously. That will feral. Just a few episodes. Kenny Powers with the hair, beautiful thing. Was his name Ashley? Uh, his first name was Ashley, right? He was a Ooh. car salesman. He was a car, yeah. yeah. And I mean, if go down the rabbit hole of the outtakes from those parts oh. of Kenny Powers. Just like, how do you keep a straight face with those two just comedic geniuses back going back and forth, probably trying to make each other laugh. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is the second consecutive show that we've uh, done. a <laughs> talked about a Danny McBride series and Eastbound yeah. and down is all time. Yeah, it is. It is Kenny Powers. Uh, Alex Lancey Bobrock. Oh, we're back. Locked on Cardinals. Um, please make sure to check out, Locked on NFL Monday through Friday. After checking out Locked on Cardinals, your second listen, hosts from across Locked on NFL platforms, doing one each and every day for the national spots. Less than 30 minutes, you're going to get all the information you need. Great content. Kyler Murray spoke. That's fantastic. We've got some news to break at the final segment here. Before then, what does this mean for the future of, of Kyler Murray? Like, does this now give Stevie Kime a little bit more, you know, flag on the rubber band that could snap back at any point if he waits too long or is it still 100% status quo from before Kyler said any of this I think it's the status quo I think this is just kind of business as usual for the NFL as far as these extensions go this one just is playing out a little bit more publicly publicly you've got more of a, a quarterback that's that grew up in the social media age his agent likes to utilize it and it's just more in, on display and it's it's unfortunate because I think it's creating some ill will uh, from a, from a fan base that should celebrate a quarterback like Kyler Murray. There, I mean, there's there's a lot of detractors already now for Kyler Murray. I, I don't understand it. Uh, I know they want to see more because they've seen what the potential is, and you know it's in now back to back seasons we've seen it fall short twice. I think the Arizona Cardinals, their fan base, they want to see him you know reach that potential. And until he does, you know, there's going to be people that are going to say he's too short, you know, as far as um, the leadership skills, the, the sidelines, um, the, just how he holds himself and conducts himself on the sidelines. 
that's that's going to be under a microscope. Uh, you know, whether or not either you're damned if you do give them the extension, why'd you give them all that money? You're damned if you don't, you know, what are we doing? Why haven't we paid Kyler Murray? Um, it's just, he's become quick. I mean, would you say this, would you agree to this, that he has replaced Cliff Kingsbury as the most polarizing figure of the franchise? I mean, not to me, but yes. I mean, cause <laughs> it, it's just wild. Like in Arizona, I don't know people, the Stockholm syndrome is real about all oh, the Bidwells and Steve Kime can do no wrong. They should always have their job, everything. It's not their fault. It's the player's fault. Like, I don't understand it. Um, I've only lived here 12 years. Um, I've been here for the majority of the winning seasons in the history of the Cardinals organization since they moved to Arizona. Okay? So, I've seen it. All right? Chris Collinsworth famously said the Cardinals were the worst team to ever make the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know if that's still the case with Rex Grossman-led Bears, but... (laughs) It is polarizing, and I don't know why. And on top of that, moving forward, looking towards the future, the serendipitous way that things could kind of um, come to fruition from yesterday through Steve Kimes' decisions to sign players are, Steve Kimes sees what Kyler said and says, you did your part, now let me do mine. Mm -hmm. In in a more swift manner than what we've seen, Night of the Living Dead over the last 10 days. Yeah. So Kyler Murray, his uh, his his roster bonus kicked in on Sunday. A couple of the Arizona Cardinals roster bonuses kicked in on Sunday, including um, you know uh, Buda Baker's all eleven million dollars of his of his contract. So as far as like cap flexibility, there's not a lot left on this roster. Except for I mean, one ex- person you tweeted out about. Well, that and Kyler Mur- Kyler Murray ex- in extension. I mean, uh, Eric Burkhardt had, had mentioned in his statement that they'd come to the Cardinals with a cap saving. Uh, at least for the 2022 season deal for Kyler. So there's that. And then DJ Humphreys is the highest paid, or as far as has the highest cap hit for the Arizona Cardinals at over $19 million. And he's in his final year of his deal. So there's no extra years that you can, you know, push base salary into uh, into a bonus. So it would have to come in the form of an extension for, you know, and DJ Humphreys is 28 years old. And if you believe in him this year, why don't you believe him in the season after that? So that's probably the most likely place you can create cap space because they've already restructured with DeAndre Hopkins, maybe J.J. Watson option. But you're running out of options. You're running out of players available. Uh, if you want a Stephon Gilmore, if you want to trade for a James Bradbury, if you want to trade for a Devontae Parker, those guys you have to create cap space for. So there's only a couple other options for that. Yeah, and you know, if I know Steve Kime and he does a restructure, DJ Humphreys, if he plays as well as he did last year or better, he's a franchise tag uh, target for sure in 2023, depending on what the number is. But you're right. I mean, DJ Humphreys has been consistent. And consistency mm-hmm. from an offensive lineman is key. He's been healthy the last two seasons. He and Rodney Hudson on the left side are, you know, they're the staple of his offensive line now. And, and they're heavily trusted to protect Kyler Murray. What they're going to do with the guard spot with Justin Pugh taking a pay cut to stay are they gonna are, are they gonna draft an interior offensive lineman like Zion Johnson in the first round? Like I am pleading the court for them to do. I don't know, but I think an extension for DJ Humphreys, it seems natural to do it. Add an mm. extra two years, spread it out, give him a signing bonus, and open up a little extra cap space to be able to do a little bit more of what you want this offseason. Yeah, and with Kyler Murray, I just like do I think they should extend him now? Absolutely. Should he get 10 years like Patrick Mahomes? No, because that's gonna end up not working out like it was great after they won the Super Bowl. Let's pay the kid. Let's do all this stuff. Absolutely. 
I'm good with four years and exactly what Deshaun Watson got when he got his contract extension. That's the number, 40. Every quarterback that is next for a contract extension Mm -hmm. does not need to make more than the last quarterback that got a contract extension. And I don't think he should be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Let's take Aaron Rodgers out of it. He he shouldn't get more than Patrick Mahomes. He shouldn't get more than what Lamar Jackson's going to get. He shouldn't get more like maybe like as much as Dak Prescott got, I guess. But Dallas is always overpaying players and then regretting it later. Everybody they pay, they regret later. There's 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 the he was the passing yards champion in 2020 before he had to sit out the season. Deshaun Watson. There's a playoff victory there, so yep. you know the resume is a little bit more impressive. Now, I mean, obviously the off the field stuff was pretty incredible that he got 230 guaranteed, which is crazy. Wow. Uh, you know, as far as Aaron Rodgers, he's what 38 years. He's 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 back to back league MVP. He the, the Packers felt like they didn't have any other options, so you know there's that leverage. But yeah, I think that the Arizona Cardinals can figure something out to where, you know, the cap hit each and every season, it might, they could probably finagle it to where it's not 40. You can figure out the roster. I mean, the, the, the bonuses and all that stuff and, and, and keep yourself in a decent spot to where he's not absorbing, you know, 18, 19% of the cap. That would just be, it'd be tough. Maybe keep it around, you know, 15, 16, 17%. So, uh, but you know, the Arizona Cardinals, we're, we're not going to know what it's going to look like because we've seen so. I mean, we, you had the DeAndre or you had the Deshaun Watson deal on Friday right after the trade. And then you had the Matthew Stafford. He gets 160 with 135 guaranteed over four years. It's just like these things vary. I mean, you have Kirk Cousins who signed the first fully guaranteed deal a couple of years ago. We thought that was going to be the new new quarterback contract. And that hasn't exactly stuck. So we'll see. It, it could it could look several different ways. Yeah. You know, and, and what I think Kirk was like three for 83, three for 87. 85, something, 87, yeah. something like that. Yeah. All guaranteed. Tom Brady was doing that for 10 years. It was just different. Like they just did it differently. It looked, you know, and he, they were able to sign players. We talk about that in nauseum here. If you pay a quarterback over $40 million, you don't win a Super Bowl. Just that's what happens. Once you pay a quarterback $40 million, you don't win a Super Bowl. It hasn't happened ever. Oh, I Tom mean, Brady. Okay, How so much Tom did the Rams got... have invested in the quarterback position last year? It was less it had than to be close. I don't I mean, think it's a big It was one of the last ends. Of... Oh, okay. I mean, it's close, but it's like. Because they had a ton of dead cap from Goff, didn't they? Yeah. So invested in and paying somebody a new deal. Like that was it. Uh, rarely do you get quarterbacks to get swapped and then one win a damn Super Bowl after. I still can't believe the Rams won the Super Bowl. Um, we've what about got... the Malik Willis thing real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. So Malik Willis, standout. Um, apparently he throws the ball really far when nobody's defending him or the wide receiver, which is incredible. Good hey, Zach for him. Wilson did that last year. So did yeah. Justin Fields. Marcus Russell <laughs> threw the ball 75 yards in the air or whatever. Um, now that way you were know, poking fun, but he seems to be the odds on favorite to be the number one quarterback taken in the 2022 draft. Cardinals had a little convo with them reported mm-hmm. the reportedly. Can we just squash this quickly? So we don't have to talk about this anymore. Yeah. For sure. I mean, they're doing their due diligence, but honestly, I think they're playing they're playing the game. It's like if if Eric Burkhardt's gonna go off on Twitter, we're gonna have this little smoke screen conversation with the top prospect at the quarterback position in the twenty twenty two draft. It's just gamesmanship. Well, yeah. And it's like if so let's just play this silly pants fun time here where we talked about this at the end of yesterday's podcast. 
if Carolina offers the Cardinals three firsts and two seconds for Kyler Murray, you got to have a conversation. Sure. You got to have a conversation. You're right. Doing your due diligence, but like you got to have a conversation. Every player in the NFL has a trade package that's unturned downable, save maybe three quarterbacks. You know, yeah. like if, if Miami offered four first round picks for Aaron Rodgers right now and a restructure to make the times to make it work, he'd be Miami dolphin. Like, it, it's and I, I don't know if he could sign the extension, or whatever. Maybe that's a bad example, but like we'd have to have a conversation. I don't think that's conversation is going to happen. Let's just squash it and move the hell on. We have way more pressing things to discuss. Um, next segment's going to be a different one. It's going to be a special one, and uh, we'll talk about that next. Built bar, built bar. We've talked about built bar for the last handful of years. I love built bar. Um, these. Protein bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They don't taste like chalk. They don't taste like the side of a building. They don't taste like bark. They taste like candy. True story. There were taste tests done from certain candy bars and built bars. Built bars won pretty much in a landslide with, you know, 130 calories instead of 300 plus for a candy bar, four grams of sugar instead of 30, four net carbs, 17 grams of protein for built bar. It's unmatched. Okay, they've got these puffs now too that are protein infused marshmallow that are covered in chocolate, and they've still got 17 grams of protein, four, five, six grams of sugar, low calorie, high protein, high fiber. You know, I mean, what what more do you want from something that tastes good and is good for you? Go to built.com, use promo code locked15, get 15% off your order. Use promo code locked15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, final segment here. Um, I'm going to take you back quickly to 2018 in the summer. Bo Brock and I were both working at Fox Sports 910 here in Phoenix. And we decided to start a podcast called Week Takes. True story. We were in the production room right next to the studio. We just started. We just turned it on and we just started talking. And um, Bo was terrible per usual. Um, I led the show. (laughs) I mean, it's pretty much been that ever since. And then, you know, I, I had done locked on Cardinals for uh, about a year at that point. I started the 2017 season. Oof. I had, well, sorry, I mean, those listeners, not great. I mean, or well, the listener. Yeah. About 25 <laughs> of you. Thank you. Ed Romero. I, I, I remember you. Um, and I asked Bo to come on. I think it was in September. I think, or it was in August. Um, it was in September. So the season had just started and, um, I'm like, hey, dude, just why don't you just start doing this with me full time? I had him on a couple times, and you know, he he and I hit it off like we we'd been ready. We worked together for a while before that, and I was like, let's just do this full time. I remember the first game we sat next to each other in the press box, and we told this story before was the Arizona Cardinals hosting the Washington Professional Football Team. Alex Smith, Adrian Peterson's first game, and the Cardinals were on the field offensively for five minutes with Sam Bradford under center in the first half. Look at season other, opener. Like, yeah. yeah. We're like, what is going on? Oh, they have Mike Glennon at least. Oh, you know, they drafted Josh Rosen. This is going to be a great year. Remember, David Johnson scored a garbage time touchdown because I drafted him in the first round, my fantasy football draft. That was the start. That was 857 episodes ago together. This is our 858th, and it will be our last. Um, 
Bo is going to be taking a new opportunity elsewhere. And uh, we just wanted to take a few minutes here in the final segment to kind of just reminisce a little bit about like 2018 was a relegated NFL. Like that team should have been relegated. Steve Wilkes, Steve Keim, like Steve Wilkes had no chance to succeed here. Mike McCoy was fired after a Thursday night football game against the Broncos when Josh Rosen, I think had five turnovers personally, like it was a bad year. And ever since they drafted Kyler Murray, even though, Bo, who did we say they should have drafted number one overall? <laughs> Nick Bosa. Wow. And air yeah. that dirty laundry. Well, out. I mean, the mock draft is in the ether, <laughs> you know? So, but ever since then, it's just been this ongoing, just climb up the ladder to not only relevancy, but fun, to, even more fun to talk about this team because it was positive. And, you know, it's just, it's been a hell of a journey. And uh, what were some of your favorite moments? Like, so we did this, like, we have a couple favorite moments, whether it be on the show or moments with the Arizona Cardinals that we shared together. Why don't you yeah. go first? Yeah, I mean, first off, I mean, the 2018 season is just a, probably the true testament to this this podcast and our friendship. And, and it was just two guys wanting to talk ball on some microphones and, and both of us were craving this for our careers and to get in front of, you know, in front of the mics and, and have the option to, to host and co-host and kind of uh, just shoot the S for a while for 30 minutes a day. We, we got that and it turned in uh, to the organization turning things around and, and us, you know, benefiting from that. And we couldn't have done it without every single person that tunes in and, and watches and listens. And uh, I mean, as far as things that stand out to me, the DeAndre Hopkins trade that the first day really of free agency or the tampering period, it went down uh, where we, you know, we, we did holy F on the uh, called each other. Couldn't believe it. Cause you know, getting rid of David Johnson's contract was something we talked about leading up to that. And then it, you know, it returned DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, and then the JJ Watt, we did a full episode in the can. And then here's Alex saying, right. um, Bo, uh, Cardinals just signed JJ Watt. So we just had to crumple up that entire 35 minute episode and, and do a full, you know, completely full of energy electric podcast about the Cardinals really continuing to turn things around. Yeah. I mean, those two are for me. Cause I remember calling you, I was driving on the two Oh two here in Phoenix uh, with the J with the Deandre Hopkins thing. It's like, cause initially it was just Cardinals trade David Johnson to Houston. That was the initial report. Right. And we're like, okay, you know, good. I wonder if they're the Cardinals. The Cardinals could probably have to eat fifteen of the twenty million to get rid of David Johnson, the last twenty mil of his contract, and then DeAndre Hopkins would return. There was a lot of expletives that we can't repeat here. Um, the Hill Murray. This was my. Oh yeah. This yeah. was my best. Like you know, when you're young, you like to spoil surprises when you know something and others don't, and then you have friends who still try to spoil TV shows because they've watched it before you. They try to play this Nostradamus like they don't already have the answers to the test. This yeah. was the toughest, like, 15 seconds of my life because Bo's on direct TV. Oh, wow. I'm on local cable. I saw what happened. Like, normally we'd be on the phone doing this together. I'm like, I waited. I waited for him to call <laughs> me. And then I'd already thrown up my larynx at that point. So I pretty much had to do it through sign language, but uh, yeah, like that was, there have been some really special moments that we've got to experience here. And I think, I mean, I think another one, not even an honorable mention, like the people that join us during halftime shows, those numbers have mm -hmm. skyrocketed. That was Bo's idea initially to do, to do that. And um, yeah, man, I mean, this has been a hell of a ride and people like, you know, I've, I've told 
two friends who aren't in this business. They're like, well, you guys like going to be enemies now? I'm like, we talk more crap to each other on the same podcast. <laughs> like where, where he's going, it's going to get better. Right. Like we're still, he's still one of my best friends. Love the hell out of him. And this podcast is going to get so much better with him gone. Oh, you are on. welcome. Wow. You are welcome. No, I mean, this is, it's been a true pleasure. And like the radio world is so small, even though it seems so big. And it's like to meet somebody that I became really close with and shared this time with for four seasons, five seasons, four seasons, eight, nine, 20, four seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been, it's been a delight the whole time. Well, thank you, man. I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss cutting it up with you on a daily basis. Uh, we will have the back and forth still on social media and, and on our texts. Uh, but, you know, it, I will say, I mean, everything about this podcast, like we don't agree on a lot as far as the content, but we want it this to be genuine, organic. Our vision for the podcast is exactly what it's turned into. And it's one of the things I'm most proud of. And, uh, you know, Alex is a big part of that. The listeners, the viewers are a big part of that. And it's just been a thrill for me to be able to crack the mic on a daily basis and talk Cardinals football with everybody. So thank you to everybody. Uh, you know, I'm still going to be covering the Cardinals. Uh, just follow along on social media at Bob Rack, see what I'm up to next. But, uh, you know, to close this chapter, uh, it's, it's certainly bittersweet. I'm always going to be a Locked On Cards fan because we grew this thing together and uh locked on network fan i what what everybody's doing over here is incredible and they continue to be a rocket ship to the moon so uh it, it doesn't change any feeling i have towards everybody involved so thank you to alex thank you to everybody that listens and watches ross jackson david Locke, uh, uh just to name a few and there's a cast of characters behind the scenes that deserve to be na- noticed as well i just don't have enough time to do it Yep, uh, to the moon, buddy. Alex Lancey, Bob Brock, one last time signing off. I will be talking to you solo on Monday. Uh, We'll talk to you then.